It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome! Oh, God, that was shrill. <laughs> <laughs> To the shutdown full cast. I am not Spencer Hall. Right, I'm Ryan Spencer. Nanny. Uh, I'm joined by Jason Kirk, our I, beloved I, Atlantan. Who's I just, I just, want, I just want to say rest in peace to Spencer Hall. Can we? Yeah. Can you not spoil that? Can we get to that? We're keeping the the death of our co-host a secret. For the we're building mist. Do you know how podcasts work? You're supposed to build suspense. This is how Are like people supposed to be something. surprised that Spencer drowned. So the first episode was going to be like, where is he? What happened? And then in the Cure Bowl episode, we find clues. And in the Vegas Bowl episode, we find that um he he he's we find we find a bloated body, but we have an ID to it. We send some samples off to the lab. And then and in then, the New Mexico Bowl, we take photos of. The dead body, and we post them on Twitter at Spencer, saying, "This you." It turns out his skin tone after spending three days in a canal is remarkably similar to his skin tone on like a February afternoon. And then in the Camellia Ball preview, we discovered that it the governor of Alabama did it. Whoever that is, we don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, that's Holly Anderson, who. Oh, hey, you can't get rid of me, ever. Yeah, you know you know how I did that thing on Twitter? It was like, who would you like to see on the full cast? And, and, Which I appreciated uh, because I like the notion that I had been fired be- from this podcast before they managed to fire you. Fair. I, For the record, plenty of people asked for Holly to be on. But we also got a bunch of, you know, typical... Shut down full cast listener responses, including Alex Jones. I did go to InfoWars, and Alex Jones is one of the few InfoWars um, 
full-timers who does not have an email address listed. So there was no way for me to get him. And I was definitely not getting Paul Joseph Watson. I was definitely not going down that. I feel like Alex Jones and I at least have similar head circumference. We will never find that out. Extremely large heads. That's what they said about you being the Bloomin' Onion mascot, buddy. (gasps) Our special boy! Yeah. I should, yeah, so you're right. We we should start by I will start and by thinking. The campaign of every day should be Saturday. Every bowl should be the Outback Bowl. Every bowl should be the goddamn Outback Bowl. And now I get to now I get to be close to Will Muschamp, like I always wanted. Are you gonna like nuzzle him with your with your what do you call them, tendrils? What do they call the <laughs> petals of the onion? I think they're called pet- yeah they're called they pe- they're called petals yeah. Okay. You get to run out there when Harbaugh and Muschamp are charging at each other like two uncaged bulls. You get to put your big your big fried doughy um, circumference in front of them. Vegetable, a big old, sir. A big old crash uh, test. Blooming onion is a vegetable. All right. Oh, does that mean you'll repel him like magnets with light poles? Ugh, what is this? Ugh. No, I don't like. What are you? What are you not made of beef? Ah, honey, are you batter. Me blooming- batter. You're supposed to be a friend of mine. For frying oil is supposed to be a friend of Will Muschamp, and I'm betrayed. Why is this weird burger hugging me? (laughs) You know the great thing about bringing this up now, uh, many, many, many episodes before the Outback Bowl podcast, is that we give our listeners all that time between now and then to imagine the biosphere that your sweaty, weird body is going to create inside this non-breathable suit in Tampa. Yeah. Readers, please at Ryan at Celebrity Hot Tub on Twitter and tell him what you think he's going to smell like. <laughs> probably like a blooming onion. They're going to have to burn the suit. <laughs> probably. They probably should. Um, I, for, I, I will clarify. So I've talked to the Outback people. I am only going to be the onion for the third quarter, which is fine with me. I think that will, A, Wait, help what? cut down on stink, right? What do you mean, what? Wait, so you – no, I'm, do they have – I didn't realize this was played by multiple people like kids in a Nutcracker production. No, no, it's not It's not usually, but oh, okay. um, this is this – is, usually it's just one person who I think is an Outback employee. I'm not Wait, 100% so sure on that. after halftime, you have to step into a stranger's damp onion suit? There's – well, there's a um, – so they asked me for my uh, unitard size, so I'll have my own <laughs> – Unitard. <laughs> Which, of course, you well, knew. Uh, he's married to Caitlin. He has this information to hand. Anyway, we're going to talk about the New Orleans Bowl. Uh, which is the first, confusingly, as Holly pointed out, is the first bowl of bowl season this weekend. I don't know what happened to Gildan. I don't know why Gildan decided to surrender this important spot in the bowl calendar. Um, I feel like but- it was out of respect for Spencer. <laughs> for his death. Frequent, frequent user of Gildan products. They're going dark for the morning. Well, you know, the, it's the, and the, the products are so absorbent that, yeah. you know, they know that like, oh, that just makes people think of water and Spencer drowning. But again, we're not going to yeah. get into that. Um, All right. Before, Holly, you have something you want to share about this bowl, I believe? This is, I I would just like to spotlight the New Orleans bowl, not just because it's first and we always have this weird affection in our hearts for the first but because there's there's some things to know about the new orleans bowl this year like despite being in new orleans and being a postseason game uh guys keep me honest here it's always been kind of eh 
as a bowl game, especially compared to the Sugar Bowl, which is run by like a haunted runaway minecart full of insane corrupt people. I think that, the, I, I feel like there have been some good ones, but you're probably right that it's more meh than not. The there Northern was that time always a, seemed a to me like the kids bought Sugar Bowl. The there was that. This was the bleeding strength coach bowl. Yeah. Was he wearing sunglasses? Yeah, Rusty. In, oh, indoors? Yeah, indoors. It's, a, it's a dome. Of course you're wearing sunglasses. Okay. There's gotcha. a glare. Gotcha. Please, go on. But it's mostly been like the kids bop sugar bowl, right? I don't feel like a lot of people would argue with that until this year. Like basic facts you need to know about the New Orleans Bowl. We're going to tell you what the teams are, and then we're just going to go back to making fun of the game. Uh, hello, if you're new, it's literally always going to be like this. Sorry, Rose Bowl. Uh, sometimes uh, it will be worse, to be clear. Yeah, yeah, that is fair. Uh, this year's New Orleans Bowl features Troy, uh, the school known for going 10-2 and two and nobody noticed because the second loss was 19-8 to eight at midseason at home to South Alabama. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Just refresh my memory. What game did that come immediately after? Uh, that would be after they beat a plucky upstart team known as the LSU Tigers <laughs> in Baton Rouge, 24-21. Hey, this is hey the- LSU fans in New Orleans, guess who's coming to visit? <laughs> Which is, yeah, yeah. There, there, there's, bad, there's bad juju on both sides, and I'll get to that. Um, their opponent is North Texas, the team known for losing to Florida Atlantic twice this year, uh, the first time giving up 69 points to Lane Kiffin and should never, ever, ever be forgiven for allowing him what I'm sure was a riotous evening of Beavis laughs in the locker room uh, after that went down. Uh, the game is not at 11 a.m. He local also just anymore. laughed that you said went down for the record. So God damn it. Never. Uh, our largest adult son will allow us not a moment of peace. Uh, the game is not at 11 a.m. anymore, nor is it at 9 p.m., both of which were like kind of the same bad idea, just executed differently. It's at noon. Um, the thing that I wanted to share uh, is local merch. There's a company called Bayou Apparel that's putting out bowl swag this year. And because it's Louisiana, I clicked on drinkware to see what I might be able to purchase to commemorate this New Orleans Bowl. And the first item on the drinkware page is a poncho. <laughs> that's when you know you're drinking a lot. <laughs> well, listen, you, you sew the head shut, you turn it upside down, boom, you got a hell of a martini glass. I was actually picturing fans standing spread-eagled and people just (laughs) flinging buckets of well liquor at their faces and just whatever goes in your mouth, that's the drink. Oh, my God. Um, I have a a really clean form of body shots. I have a different fact about the the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Are you going to talk about the concert? I am going to talk about the concert. Yes! So, so you know, all these bowl games have... um, have events in the three or four days preceding, which are ostensibly for the players and the coaches and staff and family and all that. But they're also for they're also a way to say like, hey, fans, come to this game, come a couple days early. There's stuff for you to do. Um, in general, I find that the pre-bowl events function as a really good guide to you, the vacationer, uh, as to what can I do in this town if I don't drink. What can I do in this town if my church brought a bus here? Yes, that's a that's a perfect example of it. Um, yeah, they're doing the "I Love the '90s" concert. 
which I thought was covers, and it's not. No. Jason, what if I told you you could go to the New Orleans Bowl and see Salt and Pepper, Vanilla Ice, Kid and Play, Coolio, Young MC, Rob Bass, Color Me Bad, all on one stage? Um... Coolio's <laughs> got to be kind of above this at this point. Doesn't he have Martha Stewart I, money now? I I really would never assume that Coolio is above anything. So this is the New Orleans Bowl we're still talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And usually got- this concert is like the Gin Blossoms or a band that's easily confused with the Gin Blossoms. I didn't and even this know year they've they really have- upped the game. So like we're we're beyond just they got enough money for a Spotify account to play these. They have enough money to actually right, which is what I thought it was. No, I thought this no, was like, no, no, I no. I thought this was like the Kids Bop presents the '90s. No, so, it is so you're so literal you're both, salt, pepper, and ice. Here's the thing: you're both wrong because what the New Orleans Bowl has done here is pulled off a very good fraud. Uh, the the this group is touring the United States as part of a I love the '90s tour. They're just stopping in New Orleans and playing um, and playing this concert the night before the New Orleans Bowl. So they were going to be there anyway. Yes, and oh, RNL has just been like, like "That's a bowl event. Look at that!" Wait, respect. so the New Orleans Bowl is like a remora on the Great yes. White Shark of New Orleans. Yes, and you guys are all the delicious uh, chum. And just, just like that great white shark, I'm desperate to split open New Orleans belly and see what's inside. Just this, hitching a ride on Bismarcky. <laughs> the New Orleans Bowl also has one of my this is weird. They all one of the other things you can always usually find at this game, at these games, besides a weird concert is a fun run. Uh, the New Orleans Bowl has the only one of these that I want to mention because it takes place inside the Superdome. Like, you run into the Superdome and around the concourses and stuff for, like, two miles, and that's the race. And I kind of love this because I picture it being, like, one of those Marble Madness playsets, especially if everyone's wearing the same colored t-shirt. And also, a lot of these people are probably drunk. Uh, and anyway, this is good for practicing chasing Saints fans out of their own stadium. Go Falcons. <laughs> 